Hello there, welcome to Revelation from the Heart podcast, bringing you timely teaching from the Word of God. I'm your host, Minister Paula Cornett. I would love to stay connected with you online. You can visit my website at www.paulacornett.weebly.com. From there, you can access my social media links as well as join the mailing list and receive updates right to your inbox. Be sure to like my page on Facebook at Paula Cornett Ministries, follow me on Instagram, or subscribe to my YouTube channel, Revelations from the Heart. I am so excited for what the Lord has in store for you today, and I hope that you will be encouraged by today's message. Well, grab your Bible. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, welcome to this edition of Revelations from the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Minister Paula Cornett. We are on episode number 61. To those of you that have been following this series, we're doing a series on healing. And I've been discussing and talking about from Isaiah 53, just breaking that down, that first of all, let's go over these words that it is God's will to heal. I want you to get that in your spirit. And we'll take it in one more step. It is God's word to, it is God's will to heal you. Now make it personal. Say this to yourself. It is God's will to heal me. So whatever you're dealing with or experiencing today, Isaiah 53, um, you can go back and listen if you haven't uh, listened to those past episodes where um, I begin to talk about how God, uh, Jesus made a way so that not only we could be spiritually free, but so that we can be physically healed as well. So it's already a done deal. And so we have to walk in it. So then the question comes up, why do Christians get sick? Well, there are several factors that come into play. And I discussed some of those in past episodes, but this particular episode, what we're gonna deal with is one reason why Christians sometimes get sick is from lack of physical exercise. And I have with me a special guest and I'm so very delighted and honored to have this young woman with me. In fact, as she kind of makes me feel old because I've known her all her life. And we're not going to tell how old she is because then that'll date me as well. But she's a young lady still. I'll just put it like that. In fact, I was thinking about, uh, I remember going to, when her mother was pregnant with her, I remember going to the baby shower and uh, being there. And so I'm um, just in, in talking with her in conversation as I asked her to be a part of this podcast. It just made me smile to know that she has grown up to be a beautiful, godly young woman. This child is saved for real. And so I thank God uh, for her being with me today. Just give you a little bit about her. She is a graduate of Grace College. Oh, that just makes me, oh, my heart just, now I know how people, when they say, oh, I can't believe you grew up. I know how they feel because I can't, for me to even say that she graduated from college, it just kind of hurts my feelings, but that's okay. I'll, I'll get over that. So I know that she wears many, many hats, many, many hats, does a lot, a lot of things. She's very active in the church. In fact, she sings on the praise and worship team. She is a excellent cook. Her family tells me she takes care of most of the family dishes, but currently she is a personal trainer. All right. So she's a personal trainer and God has used her in that realm to help many people reach their fitness goals. So it is my pleasure to present to you this young godly woman uh, that I've known, like I said, all her life. It is my pleasure to present to you, the podcast audience for the very first time, Christy Harmon. Hello, Christy. Hi, Paula, so good to be here with you today. 
Well, thank you so very much. I'm so excited for what it is that you're going to be sharing with the audience today. I know that you have not just a practical word, but also a word of encouragement for the listeners as well. Um, I first would like to begin, since you're new to this podcast, the first time the listeners have heard your voice, I would like for you to first just share with us your personal testimony of salvation. Yeah, absolutely. So as you kind of said, um, you know, my parents, so ever since before I was born, um, but my dad's a pastor, my mom's a children's pastor. So I was always in the church. Like whenever there was a church function, I was there, you know, Saturday through Sunday, we were always there. And so um, it, it was, uh, I think I believe I was about six years old um, when I actually like fully gave my life to Christ. Um, but I had always been immersed in the word, immersed in scripture, like immersed in prayer. And I mean, like, even from the womb, my mom said she was praying over us and like, you know, speaking life over us and stuff. So I never knew anything different than the church and the scriptures. Um, and so um, as I started to get older and started to realize a little bit more of like life and um, kind of like getting out of like the the bubble of just like being safe in church and I realized oh man okay there's like an actual world out there like now I know what we were talking about we were discussing in the scriptures of like keeping your heart pure and like you know staying with the right people because I was like you know if you've grown up in a church some some people who have been in church all their lives if they have been kids all the way to growing up they've always been in kind of like a little protected bubble when they get out of that sometimes it's like culture shock and because you don't always realize how much discipline you actually need to put into your faith. And so I had uh, my senior year in college, I really had to like ground myself in like whose faith am I actually like grounded in? Am I am I just leaning on my parents' faith or do I have my own faith in God now? So it was that it wasn't actually until I was about 18 years old that I really like grounded myself. I was saved when I was six, but I ground was grounded by the time I was 18. And I know with some people, it's still, it's still kind of a journey for them right now. And they might be feeling like they're old and, you know, they've already gone past that stage of like, oh man, you know, I'm too old and, you know, I, I couldn't do anything for God. It still doesn't matter. Like, cause age is not a, is not a factor to God at all. I mean, we saw with Abraham, <laughs> like that means nothing, you know, but trying, just trying to get there and getting yourself in line. That was what I had to do. And like, yes, I've still had a lot of like, ups and downs, lots of roller coasters emotionally and spiritually over the past few years still. Um, but because I chose to make my own, like have my own relationship with God and not relying on somebody else's faith to, to carry me, that has helped me so much. And that has made me stronger emotionally. And actually it even helps me like physically when I, when I'm working out and stuff like that, there are times that I'm just like, can't do this anymore. But then I'm like, no, like, and I actually do say I'm strong in the Lord and the power of his might. And like, I keep going, you know? And so I am still integrating my faith into like my, my fitness stuff all the time. Praise God. Praise God. I, I love to hear people's testimonies because everybody's is different. Some people have grown up, you know, serving the Lord and been in church uh, since the womb, but there comes a point in each and every one of our lives where we have to make a personal decision ourselves that, like you said, you're not going to go on your parents' faith, but you've got to have your own faith in God. And that's what's really sustained you because we everybody goes through things and say, well, I haven't been through anything. Well, just keep living. And you're going to go through some things where you're going to need God for yourself. Yep. You know, you yep. could, the prayers of the people are great, but you're going to need God for yourself. And so 
um, I wanted to share the scripture real quick. And then I want you just to share with the listeners uh, just the importance of physical training and the things that you've seen as a physical um, trainer. In fact, God used you to be very instrumental in helping your dad, uh, Pastor Mark, mm -hmm. whom we love dearly, um, helped him in reaching his fitness goals. And so he's in a, in a better quality of, of physical being and um, just, you know, uh, probably be feels better just all the way around, I'm sure. And so in 1 Peter uh, 4 and 8, this scripture says, for bodily exercise profiteth little. And a lot of times people use that scripture to say, well, exercise is useless. We don't really have to do it anyway. But when you take a closer look at this particular scripture and look at it in the, um, in the Greek, actually it means that it's very profitable. Okay, it's very profitable. In fact, the word profit means um, a moral obligation. So those in the early times, including Paul himself, they believed that the that physical exercise was just as important as uh, being whole uh, physically, mentally, and spiritually, that it all works hand in hand. And so when God looks at us, he wants us complete. He doesn't want us sick. Because when you're sick, it takes a lot of uh, time away from things that you can be doing. It takes money on medication and all those things. But there are things that we have to do. We can't just sit around and uh, eat donuts and and, and junk food and then get sick and then pray and you know there's something that we have to do and so we're looking at the practical aspect today uh of the benefits of exercising and living so as a personal trainer christy can you just share with the audience just the importance of uh physical exercise and physical training yeah absolutely so uh, i know like a lot of people might have like preconceived notions of like exercise you just think of all the people like you know doing boot camps and running sprints and you know you're kind of thinking like oh athletes you know all that stuff you know and or some people might go to the other side and you know like oh yeah yeah I work out all the time and then you know they might just you know uh you know like go on the elliptical for 20 minutes and you know for once a week and then be done and there's there's um kind of like a, it is a, there's a little bit of a shift like this happening, like among personal trainers, like right now, um, like after lockdown and everything, people started letting go of personal trainers because, you know, they're cutting budgets, you know, so it's like, you know, why would I pay you, you know, X amount of money, you know, every month, you know, to train me when I could just go to the Y for 30 bucks a month and then I could do classes, like I don't need a trainer. Um, and like, I totally get that too. Um, cause you know, if, you know, money is tight and everything, you know, it's hard, it's hard when you're trying to, you know, pay bills to say, oh yeah, well, let me, let me spend this extra like $300 to work out, you know? So I get that. Um, the, the, the main thing that I've found like with the people that I train, cause I, I don't have like a ton of clients, but the ones that I do, um, it's people that like, who, who want the accountability, personal training. Um, is more for the accountability sake and not necessarily just because you want to get a workout in because I mean people like post stuff on Instagram and Facebook and you know YouTube and stuff all the time so if you really just wanted to work out you could just find something and in and it's for free for the personal trainer to be there with you it's it's one is the accountability because you have a time set okay every Tuesday Thursday at two o'clock like you're going to meet me and you've already paid for this. So now we're going to go. So one, the accountability Two, when you're doing your workout, they can push you a little bit further than what 
you would have done on your own. Like right. even me personally, sometimes the push, like, you know, I, I'll, I'll, you know, start, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to do, you know, 20 squats and stuff. And after a while I'm getting tired and I'm like, after about 10, I was like, I think I'm done at 15, you know, and stuff. And so you kind of shortchange yourself when you're working out by yourself, you don't work out as hard. And since you don't have anybody watching you, sometimes um, you end up doing things with the like, like bad form. And then you could end up hurting yourself and you don't realize it at the moment because you're just trying to replicate a motion that you saw somebody do, but you have no idea what the, like the functional side of that for your body, like where to have your feet, where to, how to, how to place your back, how to tighten your core, like stuff like that. You don't know if you haven't been taught it. So personal trainers are like accountability partners. They're, they're teachers and they're also like your motivators. And so that's the main thing that I've enjoyed about personal training. Like I'm actually, I'm one of the few that's in it. Like I'm just kind of more of a side gig. I'm not there just for the money to get people just to be like, okay, like, you know, see how much, you know, like keep getting more clients. So I get more money. It's like, I'm actually trying to use it as ministry because there's a whole nother side. Like people actually start to use their personal training sessions. Like when they get comfortable with you as like, almost like, like, they, like a, like a mental, like, just, they just like mentally unload on you. And yeah. they just I'm tell you about their life, tell them what's going on if they're stressed out. And so sometimes they just need you there just to be your friend and like an open ear and it's not necessarily anything. So I actually have been able to help uh, quite a few of my clients like mentally get stronger as well as spiritually stronger. That is powerful. I know you were sharing with me on the phone. You said that, you know, your mom was, you was telling your mom about some of the people that you helped. And I thought that was really powerful how you said that. You said that, you know, your mom was just like, share that, you know, you know what I'm talking about? The way she told you, um, they're getting more than just, you know, a workout, but that. Yeah. yeah um, so um, I, so, so I also do group fitness classes too, like boot camps and everything. And um, it's been cool because um, at the gym I, um, I've been at, um, a lot of the classes were dwindling. People were getting, you know, they were getting kind of tired of coming or they weren't motivated. Um, but after I started coming and teaching, like the classes started to build up again. And um, people were always like, oh man, like I just feel so much better after your class. Like, man, you kicked my butt, but oh, that was so good. You know, like, you know, oh, I'm dying inside. Oh, but I feel so good, you know? And it's funny cause like all of them and I have ages like 30 through like 65, like all different age levels in my class, all different weights, all different um, like levels of, you know, endurance and stuff. Um, but everybody is doing the same thing. Um, and I'm always giving like a modification. So nobody feels like they can't do the workout. Like even when I'm doing something difficult, um, you know, the people that might need to have something modified, I'm still giving them something that makes them feel like I, okay, I don't just have to stand here or maybe I just don't have to do the exercise at all. Like they feel like they're still a part of the team. Um, but, um, yeah, when I was talking to my mom, I was kind of, I thought it was funny because I was like, there's nothing really special about my classes, really. I was like, I'm just putting a, together exercises and like implementing it. And she, was, and she was saying, she's like, it's not about like what exercises they're doing. She said, it's the anointing that you have on you and they are experiencing God while they're there with you for that hour. And she's like, people who spiritually aren't connected with God or don't understand what that is, they're just, they just know they feel good. So therefore, Christy's a good coach because she makes me feel good. But what they don't realize is that 
like they are encountering God, even as I'm telling them to do push-ups and sit-ups, like they are, they are experiencing as if God was coaching them to do those exercises. And so that was a cool perspective for me to kind of reorient how my mentality was when I was teaching. So that way I, I held it with more like respect and pride, but also like actually like had my, my health, my head held up high a little bit more. Cause I was like, wait, God, God actually is working through me to do this. Like not a lot of people can just like, I'm, I usually just kind of make up the workouts like as I go, not a lot of people can do that and keep it structured and do it well. And like half the time, everybody, like when I've told people, oh, I'm like, oh no, I just make it up. And they're like, what? Like, <laughs> like you just, just have all that stuff at the top of your head. I was like, yeah, I mean, but when I actually think about it, I was like, yeah, that is God. Cause I, I shouldn't just know all how to do all this off the top of my head. I haven't been like, you know, I didn't, I didn't have like a four year degree in exercise science and training and all that stuff. Like I have taught myself fitness from being an athlete. And then I got my certification online. Um, but like, you know, there's people who would do this on corporate levels and stuff like that, you know, for, you know, like, you know, people might go to, you know, a big franchise gym and like, you know, they have particular programs that corporate people have put together. And there's sometimes that I've been there and I was like, I could actually do this better. I was like, what? <laughs> you know? Um, and so it's funny when I realized that's actually a gifting. Like some people are actually gifted to teach, gifted to train, chain, uh, train. Some are good at it, but it's not, there's not an anointing on it. And like, and, and, that, and I think that's the difference of like, you can be like a good, a good teacher, but like, it's, it's a totally different thing. If you, you know, like, or even like when we're at church, you can tell when you have a pastor who's anointed when they're given that word. Right. And then you can tell if someone is up there talking and you're like, like, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not connecting with this one. Like he, he's not, he's just saying words, you know? So it's very similar, even in the exercise world, you can tell a trainer who's in it and a trainer who's just there. Yes, I was just thinking just the anointing makes all the difference. It makes all the difference. And, you know, the anointing will get the results. That's whether yes. it's, it's in personal training or preaching and teaching. Because just like you said, you can sit and listen and no yokes are being destroyed. No burdens are being removed. It's just talking. But someone could say very few words and be anointed. And it, it carries yeah. much more weight because, you know, because of the anointing. So I think that's powerful. And that's good for people to know that God can use you, even though you might not be in an arena where, uh, you know, like it's it's a church setting or something like that, but that God can use you because God has us strategically placed in different places for a reason. And when we come as the people of God into a place, we bring the kingdom with us, you know, so right. the kingdom with us. So, um, you know, someone may be sitting there and they may be saying, well, you know, I kind of thought about getting a personal trainer, but. I'm kind of overweight and maybe going to the gym is a little bit intimidating or I don't know where to begin. And the thing that I know is just start and start small. Like you might just walking outside the door, walking down the street. You know, you might not be able to walk four miles. You're probably not going to be able to walk four miles when you're first starting, but just start somewhere. Because I remember when I had to take physical therapy a couple of years ago, I had, my muscles got all weak and um, I got kind of sick and it was just a combination of a lot of things. So my muscles got weak. And so when I went to the physical therapist, you know, most, some people might say, well, I could do this at home. No, because they're trained to know what you need to do for certain areas. And so um, when I first started out, you know, she had me lifting like a one pound weight. I couldn't even lift it without her assistance. She had to help me. And so then after I got to the point where I could lift it without her assistance, you know, I started lifting that one pound. 
then she would increase it. You know, little by little, uh-huh. she would want to increase it. And that's the same with exercising. You know, when people hear the word exercise, sometimes they cringe. Oh, but actually, when you exercise, you feel a lot better. You sleep better. You can move better. You know, if you stop moving, you're going to stop moving. And so right. um, uh, what would you say to a person that like just starting off and maybe be kind of overwhelmed and like, I need to exercise, but I don't know where to begin. Like you, if you were their trainer right now, if I was, if I was your client standing in front of you, what would you tell me? What would you say? Yeah. Well, um, cause I actually, um, I have client, I have, a, um, ladies and like in my class and clients, some who are overweight. Um, some who are, I have a couple um, clients in their seventies and um, I also have, there's a, there's a lady, um, she's a, she's a diabetic, um, type one diabetic. And so like, she has a lot of health issues that she has to work through in addition to trying to work out. And so um, like for all of them, like if you're just, if you're just starting and uh, I know some people like are, and I, I've talked with them too, like they are literally scared to go into a gym one because they're ashamed. They're, they're ashamed that like, I can't believe I let myself get, get this, get this far or like, oh no, like everybody's going to be looking at me because they're going to know I'm the out of shape fat person. Or like, I'm going to look stupid when I'm trying to exercise and I don't want to, to like be, you know, like a, like a spectacle or something like that. Like one thing I will tell you, people at gyms only care about themselves. That's like, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I was like, if you just like really take a minute to like survey the crowd, you'll see all the guys looking at themselves in the mirror. You'll see the girls taking the selfies. You'll see people just sitting on the equipment on their phone. Like they are always self-absorbed. They are at the gym for themselves. And so when, when you're around, they're not just being like, Hey guys, guys, did you see that fat person? Like they're really not. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so like, and I know probably for, you know, people are like, oh, but you're, you're in shape and you're young. It doesn't count. Well. I was like, and so it's, it might be easier said than done for me. Um, but like, I actually have struggled with like image issues as a trainer working at a gym, at a franchise gym, because like, there are a lot more people who are like shredded and in better shape than me. And I was like, nobody's going to want to train with me because I don't look like them, you know? And so then I felt like people are looking at me and calling me fat, you know? So I was just like, stop. Like nobody is actually like putting that much effort into thinking about you. (laughs) And so like, and so that's kind of like something that I had to tell myself is like, there's not a lot more, there's not as much attention on you as you think when you go to the gym. And so even, and even if like, you know, sometimes it's going to be hard for you to afford a trainer. Um, at most gyms, there are trainers just walking around. So if you need help with something there, most of them are more than willing to show you an exercise or to show you like, Hey, like I'm trying to do my squat and like my back is hurting. Can you see, you know, if I'm doing my squat, right. And, and they, and they like 90% of the time, I feel like they'll help you even though you're not one of their clients. Cause a lot of them, if they're just walking around, like technically, most, most businesses, they tell them that they need to connect with people anyway. So you just give them a reason to connect well mm-hmm. with someone. Um, so yeah, it helps you. So that way, if you're just going to that one person, if you're nervous, like I'm going to look out of shape and weird, ask for suggestions from a trainer. Even if you don't necessarily have a trainer, like there are so many um, like online coaches now that you can do. So if you, if you're like, uh, I'm not comfortable going to the gym, do it at home start at home, get yourself a couple of dumbbells 
and like do some like online, you know, like face chats with a, with a, with a coach. To, so that way you can feel like, okay, like now I know this movement. Okay, I can do this out in public now and feel confident, you know? And that's the thing with personal training, you don't have to live off of being a personal training forever. Like really a good personal trainer, like um, you should be able to be like well self-sufficient in all of your exercises, like within three to six months, depending on your abilities. And then some people they'll just stick with you just because like I said they like the accountability. Um, but like you should be learning all the time while you're getting um, your training sessions in. And then, um, uh, you know, if you're like, if you're just trying to get into the gym and you don't necessarily want to like bother with the trainer, just at least, at least start with walking. Like just square one. Like, you know, if there's a track, you know, start walking around a track, you know, um, you know, if there's an elliptical, like start on the elliptical, just get your joints moving, get your body moving, try to get your heart rate up a little bit more. Um, you know, I know some people, they might try to go too much, you know, like, yeah, I was walking on your treadmill, it's like 20%, like, you know, 20 incline. And I'm like, no, no. Cause then they're like, I got shin splints and now everything hurts and my hip hurts. And so I'm not going to go back, you know, like, so some people it's like all or nothing, but like, try to start, just start small. If you haven't been working out at all, don't just jump into a class necessarily, unless maybe you like do some, like some stretching, like, you know, if there's like a, a decent yoga class or something that people just do like stretching, not, not any of like crazy yoga, um, but you know, like just something at the Y where it's more yeah, like, would you, would, you, would you say that there were yoga, it just sends signals off on me. Yeah. You got to just do straight stretching yeah, like yeah, yoga yeah. stuff where you yeah. meditate. Yeah. Cause you don't open yourself up to a whole nother. I don't advocate yoga. You know, I'm not, I'm not. Yeah. So yeah, we make that clear. Just she means yes, stretching. Yeah, more stretching than the yeah. word yoga. Don't let that. Uh, yeah, there are there are more. There are like actual more like deep stretch classes, but they're called yoga. But like, and you can usually go in and tell like when the instructor is just there to stretch, and then when they're trying to do some of the meditative stuff. Like I don't do any meditative stuff. Um, but yeah, I I do, I do do some of the like the deep stretching classes. So yeah, using near discernment. <laughs> And that as well, but like also there's there's videos that you can um, look at to to get that. Um, but stretching is going to be a good thing for you, so that way you're not hurting yourself either. Um, but yeah, start with walking. As you as you increase your walking, you know you know those the machines and stuff that you know uh, that you can use at the Y. Those are there, and it has little pictures and um, you know instructions on there for you, so that way you can kind of follow like what what the exercise is that you need. You know, and even if you just have a couple of dumbbells, like I was saying, um, it's so easy um, to look at um, to look at some videos and like there's actual videos that are descriptive. And so it'll show you like, you know, keep your back straight, you know, don't, you know, don't bring your shoulders forward to keep your neck, you know, neutral, you know. And so like find some videos rather than just like flipping through TikTok or Instagram and saying that's a cool move. Like look at some of the <laughs> ones that actually have instruction on it. Yeah. Because yeah, I see a lot of people get yeah. <laughs> And you know, there's so many more, more resources available now than it, than it used to be years ago. You know, it's so it's a lot much more easier to, you know, yes. to get things to do. Like you said, they're, they're more to show you like exactly how to do this move and you don't have to even leave your home, really. Right, right, right. So I'm not sure if that completely answered your question because I kind of started getting on rabbit trails. But, <laughs> but, but, but I mean, she gave you some good, good things to do. The main thing is just starting. You know, it's like, well, yes. you're starting. Get up off the couch and walk. Right. Start to walk. I know of a lady that um, 
she shared that, you know, she started walking and she had to start out, you know, small and everything. So she got to the point where, you know, she walked several miles um, a day now, but she said that her cholesterol, she's over 60, she's over 70, like in her 70s, okay. she said that her cholesterol is the best that it's ever been. And, wow. You know, there, there's many benefits to, to, to just walking, you know, if you yeah. can't do anything, yeah. just walking is, is, is very, very good and, and paramount as well. But I do know of a lady also that uh, tried to start out walking four miles and, you know, was not, uh, hadn't walked before and ended up messing her foot up. So like, you got to start small and then, you know, increase it gradually and everything. So you know, but, the, but like Christy said, the benefits of a personal trainer is that some people, if they do it on their own, they're not going to do it. You know, they're not self-motivated or self, you know, be accountable. But with a personal trainer, you're accountable to someone. There's someone there that's going, hey, we got to do this, you know, what have you. And you're more apt to kind of get up and get moving. And especially if you're paying someone as well, <laughs> then, you know, but like she said that, once you get started, then you should be able to kind of know what to do, the movements that you need to make and the things that you need to do. In fact, Christy, did you have a, a YouTube um, channel? Why don't you share that, the name of that with them if they want to look you up on YouTube? She's got some um, cute, uh, what do you got? I guess some workout things. She's doing some more intense stuff. So I don't know, you know. Um, yeah, I'm actually in the process of like kind of revamping that whole page and stuff. Um, but currently, yes, um, it's called Thumbprint Fitness. And so um, I decided to go with the word thumbprint because that's like if it's emphasizing everyone is unique. And so there's different. And so um, like my motto is like, um, you know, different minds, different bodies, and different lifestyles or unique minds, unique bodies, and unique lifestyles. And so um, the thing is that when it's like overall, when we're talking about exercising and stuff, not everyone has, you know, like some of the jocks at the gym, you know, they don't have two hours to try to pump iron all day. Like I have, you know, a full-time job. I have a family, you know, that stuff. So it's like, I might only have 15 minutes in the morning, you know, if I have to like, you know, wake up at 5.30 in the morning rather than six, you know, to get like 15 minutes. And sometimes you only have that um, when you're, when you're doing full-time, uh, or, you know, if you travel a lot, you know, it's not always easy to like find a gym and stuff like that. So you have to kind of utilize the space that you have. And sometimes it doesn't mean, you know, getting a lot of weightlifting in, but it's, you know, a little bit more body weight stuff, you know, some, some core and a little bit more cardio, um, you know, push-ups and stuff like that. So, um, I kind of wanted to start emphasizing, you know, um, you know, people in different life, like, you know, um, like, like seasons of life. It could be, like I said, um, I was saying like, you know, a mom, you know, she's at home all day with the kids. She's got three kids and, you know, she's not going to have time to work out like, you know, and so she might only have like five minute increments, like three, five minute increments throughout the day to do something. So, you know, so if I had like a quick little five minute workout that they could do, you know, they could feel like, okay, like, you know, got my heart rate up a little bit, you know, now I can go, you know, check on the kids again, you know, and, um, and that's what I was saying, like, even, even um, with like, you know, talking about the unique minds, like there's a total different like mindset and that I'm going to start to um, put more um, uh, on my page as like this year goes on. Um, but there's so much like, men like it's not only mental toughness, but there's like a total mental shift that actually happens. Like when you're working out one, as you start to feel stronger, your confidence starts to go up. And like, as you start to like, 
and even it doesn't have to be progress like oh man like I see my six pack but it's like wait my balance is better like when I lift my leg up I'm not falling over like that those are accomplishments because that means like you're you're building a better foundation to be stable and those are the small things that people like don't don't look at well it's like uh, but like even my client who she's 72 like we first we started working with each other a year ago and like she couldn't hardly walk in a straight line because she was always falling over her back was always messed up her knees always hurt but like in this past year like she's pretty much now to the point doing everything I would do just like on a like a, a like a lighter scale um but her balance like she can do single leg balancing stuff now and like her back isn't hurting hardly as much because um she's just been consistent with just like building, rebuilding back the foundation of having stronger knees, stronger hips, stronger back, stronger, you know, stronger legs, you know, stronger ankles. So it's those small things that we sometimes forget about that we need to celebrate. And then as you build that foundation, then you can start going to the, like a little bit more intensity, you know, like now I can start to add more weight. You know, Now I can add more reps. You know, now I can, you know, do a little bit more higher intensity interval training and like, you know, run a little harder, get my heart rate up better. Um, and so that, that, that also really helps you, like I said, boosting your confidence it helps really, you know, like as people say, like releasing the endorphins and stuff. So like you actually have like hormones that are being produced as you're working out as well. And that's why after, like, if you've had a good workout, like you're feeling like good and accomplished, yeah. like, okay, like now I can go face the day. Um, and so there's definitely a lot of like mental health that can be remedied just by that. I mean, I actually, one of my friends, her brother, he dealt with a lot of anger and depression. And when he, he started taking up boxing and he became like a totally different guy, like literally in like two months, Cause he, he kind of got in trouble and like went to juvie for a little bit, but like in like two months, he, he literally kind of like got his act together and like started trying to be more disciplined and work. So like, that's the other thing, like it actually starts to teach you discipline mm -hmm. and it actually forces it, it, like, if you're actually like kind of starting to get into that groove, it'll actually help drive you to do better at work. It'll drive you to be better at home, you know, to be a better spouse, to be, you know, a better, a better mother or a father, because it's, it's kind of helping you hone in on the day. Cause I know sometimes when I haven't worked out during the day, I'm just kind of like here and there, here and there. I just kind of feel like I'm just scattered. When I do work out, I always feel like a lot more like accomplished. Okay. Like, you know, okay, it's eight o'clock. I'm about, you know, at nine o'clock, I'm going to do this, you know, and I already just kind of have to like my day kind of figured out and um, because that helps motivate me. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's that's good. That's really good. And that's good for people to know. So do you have, what is your, I want you to close out with final, a final word of encouragement and close us out with a quick word of prayer. Absolutely. Yeah. So like um, for anyone that's struggling in, in like either like physical health and even like mental health, um, like exercise is more than just, you know, going to the gym. Like we were saying, it's, it's movement, you know? So if you feel like you've just been sitting a while, especially if you have a sedentary job, like start setting an alarm, like set an alarm, like every 10 minutes for you to just to stand up and kind of like shake off, you know, sitting, you know, like um, walk around the office for a second, then go back and do your work, you know, um, just something to make sure your body is always moving. Um, uh, but secondly, just remembering that, like, you know, in a word, like, you know, he was saying that, you know, your body is a temple, 
And so like you want to take care of that temple, you know, and, you know, it's kind of like if you're at church, like you don't want to trash the church and like the church building and, you know, throw, you know, throw trash everywhere, you know, just have it's just messy. Nobody wants to clean up. And so, but that's kind of what we do to our bodies. We throw trash in it, you know, when we're not eating right. Um, if we're not taking care of it, it's just, it's just making you, making you um, feel like you're not worth anything. When you're not taking care of yourself, you're not actually showing God that you, uh, that you appreciate the temple that he gave you. Right. Even if it's not the way you want it to look right now it is you are still his masterpiece you you were still like uniquely created for him and for a purpose so if you need the energy if you need the drive if you need the motivation like that's what the trainer is for or even just find a friend that works out you can do that um but um don't let the fact that of where you are now define who you can be later and that's 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 not only an exercise and like i even tell my i you know i say like you know um you know, in the scripture, it says, like, you be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Like, you can take that. That's not only spiritual. You can also take that um, physically as well. Like, I choose to be strong in the Lord. He gave me this body. And, like, I will fight through the, the fatigue, fight through the, the discomfort, and I will make my body strong so that way I can be strong in my ministry. That's right. That's right. Because God wants us well. He wants us well, physical, yeah. mentally, all, all completely well and whole and so the you know he requires something of us to do to eating right and we're going to have someone coming on talking about nutrition but um physical exercise and um making sure you know that you're not holding any bitterness in your heart or any worry or stress all those things are paramount and all those things that if they're not um if they're left unchecked or if they're neglected they can all lead to you know sickness and disease to cre creep in and then you know you're in a, in a different situation. So Christy, close us out with a word of prayer, if you would, please. Absolutely. Thank you so much uh, for Paula um, and for um, allowing, uh, her, um, allowing me to be on here today. I speak over every single person who's gonna be listening to this um, now and also in far into the future, um, when they, whenever they hear the recording, Lord, that it will speak something to them that they need for this season. And Lord God, I thank you that as uh, as we were saying that you you have created their bodies to be a temple and i thank you lord that you give them eyes to see what that temple should be here for and how it should look and that they, they don't have to look like like someone who is you know some beach body model like a, a healthy body does not have to look shredded it it, it, it all it has to do with the person Lord God, as long as we are taking care of ourselves and we are allowing you to lead us in how we exercise and we're allowing you to lead us in how we eat and we're allowing you to lead us in how we think about ourselves, um, that uh, the eyes of our understanding will be enlightened, that we know what is the hope of our calling, Lord Jesus. So I thank you, Lord, that as people and go on without, uh, throughout their day, um, you give them the motivation and you give them the confidence that they need um, to start to take care of their body physically. There's definitely a lot of spiritual um, building that um, we're all doing together, but a lot of us now need to put some of that energy into our physical bodies. And I know, Lord God, you said we are your hands and feet. So we have to make sure if we are your hands and feet, that we have to keep those strong. So that way we can go out and do the work that you have called us to do. Mm -hmm. So thank you, Lord, for everything. I thank you, Lord, for blessing this day, blessing this time, and blessing this opportunity. And I pray. Amen.
Amen. Be sure to check out Christy on her YouTube channel, Thumbprint Fitness. Is that correct? Yes. All righty. And also remember the words in Romans 10, 17, that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I'll see you next time. God bless. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Be sure to share this episode with someone in your life. Also, share on your social media outlets. And I would love for you to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and be sure to subscribe to my new YouTube channel. You can find the links to all my pages by visiting my website at www.paulacornette.weebly.com. God bless you and hope that you will take time to listen again soon. Thank you.